0: Toad Hop Toad Hop
1: Live Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios In Hollywood This This is the ToadHopNetwork.com
2: It is strongly addictive
1: Radio worth watching
2: Radio worth watching
0: Alright guys, let's make history no. Oh, God. I, I put too much pressure on us. I'm no, sorry. For every show.
3: That's okay. I think what, what you're trying to say is nothing less than the fate of the world rests on this broadcast. No.
0: God, guys, see, just not- be funny. Oh.
1: Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any criticism made about an actor that becomes doable in cartoon form is purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, John C. Riley? Oh, dear.
4: Welcome everybody, is my mic on? Hey, there it is. I hear you. Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, This November here at the Toad Hop Network and we are the Movie Guys. I am your main movie guy, Paul Preston, here alongside Lee Caius and Adam Witt. Uh, Karen Volpe, a movie guy uh, in our circle, is not here. Flying Back East, which is apparently just something one of us does every week. Uh, But we're happy to have you here Ground Zero for all things movies. There'll be talk, there'll be news, reviews, comedy, all sorts of stuff. We're going to bring it to you like we do every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, uh, right here on the Toad Up Network. Or you can check this out on iTunes as well. Just search the movie, guys. You can get all these shows archived there. Today, we're going to cover what's coming up and take a look at one of the films that opened last week. Now, this is only our fourth show, and we want to maintain some kind of journalistic integrity. I think we all do, right? Well,
3: we've certainly set a baseline for that.
4: Yes. (laughs) Well, I think it's important to recognize when you are one who uh, misinforms the general public via the radio. Well... It's never intentional. Yeah. Well, it's important to a cult.
0: We're here for a public service.
4: Yeah. If we lead astray, it's purely accidental. All right. So we would like to, uh, once again, do a little something that we did here a couple of weeks ago. Something called the Movie Guys
3: retractions.
2: Retraction. There you
3: go. We're not fact checking anymore. Take it away, Lee. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, Paul. The uh, listener line was a buzz last week with a couple of errors that we made during the broadcast. So um, we're going to listen into last week's show. Uh, something you and I talked about when referring to the film Silent Hill Revelation. So let's take a listen to that.
4: The sequel to Silent Hill, titled Revelation, may be because someone had beat them to Port of Call, New Orleans, continues the story started in 2006's film that sounds like a boring subdivision.
3: Actually, subdivision sounds like it might be a pretty scary movie, too. Now, as hilarious as that was, <laughs> uh, as you can see, we goofed on the t- title "Silent Hill," uh, sounding like a you know uh, a boring subdivision, or that the the title "Subdivision" itself could actually be uh, a scary movie. Well, um, the joke is on us because, as Variety has reported, uh, the spec script entitled "You guessed it." Subdivision uh, has recently been sold to Universal Pictures. So, congratulations to Morgan Jurgensen and Alex Enkles. Well, there you go. They actually <laughs> sold a script called oh, Subdivision. Yes, yeah. so and I emailed
0: uh, everybody who's on mic right now with the heading "Come on." <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, um, apparently, it's not their first spec script, so these guys know what they're doing. And um, it's a it's a uh, scary comedy. It's a spoof comedy, horror comedy.
4: It's I, a spoof. I, I a should spoof. speak on behalf of the entire movie guys group then, and just uh, simply say Please. that, um, well, I'm, I'm embarrassed that we didn't know that. Um, it's just awful. It's a miserable day, and there was just some kind of totally sick joke defense mechanism, which does not indicate any of our feelings, not one, but just shows the kind of stress this represents for all of us. And to show you just how sincere we are, that was a quote from Broadcast
3: News. Continue. <laughs> well, as we said, nothing less than the fate of the world rests on this broadcast. Well, at last week, Adam was referring to um, the plot of Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we made another mistake. Uh, he got something wrong when referring to the specific plot point.
0: Let's take a, a listen there, Paul. Cloud Atlas is also about a clone in futuristic Korea who rebels against the future set. So uh, let's take some uh, <laughs> Star Wars Attack of the
1: Clones. Your clones are very impressive. You must be very proud.
3: You know, that actually hurts to listen to now because uh, it's so, so, sorry. so wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. Now, what Adam, what you would... Yeah, had done there is You referred yeah. to portions of Cloud Atlas as taking place in futuristic Korea, which is true. Uh, but then you paralleled that story to a clip of Star Wars Attack of the Clones. And honestly, really, how did we get that wrong? Because I don't know. We all know yes. Star Wars takes place when? A long, a long time, time ago. ago. And where?
0: A f- galaxy far, far away.
4: To your credit, you didn't say this happened <laughs> around the corner in the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did say Korea, but that's Across just in the, the, the street. Recently, yeah. this occurred. <laughs> yeah. and no, I'm sorry, a long time ago. I'm again. embarrassed
0: about the whole thing, changing my name.
4: As you should be. Oh well. Um. Well, so that mistake was made, Paul. Do you yeah. have anything to say on our behalf? Considering how uh, fragile, well, I do. I've prepared. I've prepared a statement. Oh, great! Thank God. <laughs> Considering how fragile relations are with Korea, <laughs> I regret the movie guys slip up in this matter. Mm. The shadow of the
3: memory of Kim Jong Il. We will make this right, and are truly sorry. He's a great and honorable man, or not, and dead. Uh, Is he dead? Yeah. When did he die? Well, why? Where have you been? Kim Jong know. Il. Is Kim Jong his brother,
0: Il uh, his brother? Fidel, fidel ill, or whatever is, is in there now. Fell ill.
3: Fell ill. Fell ill. I was racing you to that one.
0: He fidel ill. His father fell ill.
3: Alrighty. Well, unfortunately, there there is just one more mistake that we made, and this is. Quite possibly the most egregious error we have yet made in the history of this broadcast, and, and Paul, I, I shudder to to give you the cue, but go ahead. Let's let's hear it. Okay. Well, I am the slutty cast of Mr. Science Theater. <laughs> 2000. I'm not wearing any underwear under the jumpsuit. Um, turns out I was, in fact, wearing underwear. Oh, I knew it.
0: Re- Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Thank you for the retractions, Lydia. That wasn't awkward. I don't
3: all. know about you, but I, I can sleep better now, knowing that we've put those... I, I don't want to know how you sleep. We've talked <laughs> way too much about how your, your various yeah. states of dress. In, a, in, a, in the fetal bit position, often weeping. That's how I sleep.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought that was the title of your biography. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's like me or die. <laughs> All right.
4: Thank you for that legal matter, though. We don't want to clear those things up when they come to our attention. Absolutely. um, Halloween is behind us. So we're beginning the holiday movie season, which, of course, for a movie guy, very, very exciting. Uh, It's going to get prestigious. It's going to get blockbuster-y. And so let's get to it uh, with a little something coming out this weekend. We can preview Wreck-It Ralph. Adam, let's do this. All right.
0: From the studio that brought you... What if a whole bunch of cars talked? And the filmmakers who gave us What if there was a movie about bugs? And the minds behind How about only safari animals? Comes Video Games Have Lives, also known as Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph is Disney's
4: 3D animated feature about the lives of the characters that live inside our video games. Specifically, Wreck-It Ralph, the villain of a game... Fix It Felix Jr., a great copy of an 80s arcade classic. In the game, Felix must fix all the buildings that Ralph wrecks.
0: Until Ralph, voiced by one of the goofiest voices working today, John C. Riley, Hi, I'm Captain
2: the Steve Rule.
0: <laughs> decides he's fed up with playing Donkey Kong to Felix's Mario and decides to leave his game and hit the road to the Toontown of the new millennium. Hi,
2: but- <laughs> I'm Captain of the Steve Rule. <laughs>
4: Oh, Riley, it's it's hilarious. (sighs) I have no. All right, all right. So anyway, we will play that again before the show's (laughs) over. Uh, So Wreck-It Ralph hops from familiar game to familiar game, encountering Cuberts and Sonics. There's a girly Candyland-style video game where he meets a Pipsqueak with the voice of Sarah Silverman, and he also ventures into some masculine Medal of Honor gunplay led by the voice of another dude, Jane Lynch.
0: It's hard to tell if Ralph's journey has anything going on below the surface, but that, of course, never makes it into trailers. Uh, But most of the fun here is projecting human problems onto video games, as Ralph has to go to a support group for video game villains the way a human might go for a crippling addiction to alcohol.
4: If it can string together a lot of fun connections like that, this movie could be really fun. It's like Tron without any of the challenge to your perception of God. It's directed by Rich Moore, who has directed other animated things, such as The Simpsons and Futurama, another good sign.
0: He makes a Mario Brothers-like jump from the small screen to the big screen, directing a movie that's based on a video game, uh, which is something that is played on the small screen. So even though he's left television for the movie world, he still gets to stay in his comfort zone, I think.
4: That was a smart move on his part. (laughs) Either way, being Disney's 50-second animated feature, this is going to be huge for new characters to scare your kid at Disney.
2: Oh, there
3: we go. Wreck-It Ralph, ladies and
0: gentlemen. I'm looking forward to it.
3: Oh, Uh, I can't wait.
0: It's the the most clever movie that you're like, oh, of course. A whole movie about what takes place inside a video game. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
4: it looks like the best thing Pixar, the best looking Pixar movie Pixar didn't make. Yeah. But uh, the best thing about Pixar joining with Disney when it did was that John Lasseter, the head of Pixar, and I'm going to gush because you know I do, I love Pixar. Some of the best filmmakers out there. And John Lasseter came in, and part of the deal was he took over the whole animation department. So even though Pixar didn't make this, Lasseter had his hand in it, no doubt overseeing it. Could be wrong by that, I'm speculating, but I imagine everything that was in development there, he came in, spiffed up, got him sharp, and I, I think it's going to be great.
0: Well, I wonder how he separates that. I mean, he's got to be in literally a, uh, ooh, that's a really good idea I'm going to save for Pixar. Like, he's in both meetings all day, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, that's a great idea for Mm, Disney, not you. Give, what's that mean? <laughs> Is that offensive? Like when John Lester's like, that's a, that's a pretty Pixar idea. Or that's not really a Pixar idea. Let's give that to Disney.
3: Well, I heard there was an interesting promotion that if you pay in quarters, you get half off.
0: Oh, nice.
3: Okay, it's a video game joke. That's good. They even take quarters anymore? I haven't been inside a video arcade in years. There but are, are
4: video arcade games anymore,
3: right? Are, are there? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, remember as a kid going to arcades – I remember waiting outside for the arcade to open Ooh. with a fistful of quarters and playing track and field until I got blisters because that was just – and it was a quarter at the time. Now I think you have to slide your credit card, right? All 12-year-olds <laughs> just
0: go in with their own – They actually do at like the places where they have all the games like the Dave and & Busters and stuff yeah. like that. It's all these like sit-down big video games with the little fake credit card they give you Then all the games – I think like, like
4: adding 3D to a movie – the video game folks, this has to be something you cannot experience at home. It's got to be a big motion sensor. Well, now they've got motion sensor at home. But it's got to be a huge sprawling game with a you know, giant car that you're in or something. It's got to be
3: big, 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 like you said. Well, I remember going to Dave & Buster's a, a while ago, several years ago, and they had a flight simulator.
0: Hmm. Where, Best game at Dave and Buster's, by the way. But it
3: wasn't even a game; it was, it was literally seriously. a flight. Ship. Now, at the time, this was I actually went pre 11 so I didn't pay attention to all the guys with turbans lining up to play it.
0: Zing, zing. zing. okay.
3: But no, it was it was not a game. Racist
0: zing. yes,
3: racist you. zing. Can you make a, next week? Can you make a little? I'm gonna make a racist thing? zing. Racist zing. <laughs> but it wasn't even a game. It was it literally, and it was the worst game in the world because nothing happens. And
0: oh yeah! It's nobody gets killed. Nobody no. shoots anything. There's yeah. no going to there's the no right. no guns on the plane. Nothing. <laughs> nothing you just land it.
3: It's four lines, <laughs> right? It's like a grid that you have to line up, and then you're in a plane, and it takes an hour to play.
0: <laughs> that reminds me of one of the most underrated Atari games. My cousin and I were obsessed with it, and it was the space shuttle game. And all you did, and you used the Atari console, which had like four switches on it. Remember that, like black yeah. and white, and whatever. And those opened cargo doors and put down. And then there's two. Jo- you had to use two joysticks. So you had to have like a command. Anyway, it was, uh, that was, but all you did was take I off. never this, knew anything about that. You took the space shuttle off and you landed it and it was all the graphics we'd come to love from Target. What did they do with it anyway in real life? With, with the what?
4: The space shuttle. They That's fly true. up to the space, they look around. Oh, don't get me pictures. started on the
3: space shuttle. That's a whole nother Oprah. I do not have time for the space. That thing barely left the Earth's gravity. It wasn't space exploration. The Concorde got up that high. <laughs> that dude got up that high on a balloon.
4: Exactly. He jumped, <laughs> off the,
3: he jumped back to the ground. Oh, yeah. Star Wars, by the way best video game ever which one star wars want the the handle the, the twin handle
0: oh at the uh, arcade yeah, at oh the arcade, yes yeah. yes they so... had down one of that too did they okay, we're off time. No,
4: there I'm was curious. something to be said though for like putting your quarter down like you got the next game oh when I... you
3: had the authority you're like <laughs> <laughs> i had a whole row of quarters across next. the top
0: that is that was the fun thing you put your quarter up there to be like i'm next dude
3: exactly but yeah. you couldn't put like, a bunch up there right wouldn't you get looks oh no you where i came from yeah, you put like 12 quarters across the top. That's what I did. I, first of all, it was track and field. There wasn't a line behind me to play track and field.
4: By the way, I want to thank everybody under 30 for listening and who just tuned <laughs> yeah. out,
3: who didn't know
0: what the hell we're talking about. Uh, it's a lot like Justin Bieber. That's like my new thing when I'm like, uh, when I get caught in a reference and I'm like trying to play young, I'm like, it's Pac-Man. It's You went around the grid and uh, it's like Justin Bieber. He's
4: got a video game, right? <laughs> Justin Bieber's got a video game. It's on your
3: iPhone. It's on your iPhone.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh, this is a... Uh, well, Star Wars, obviously, there's movies that became video games, mm-hmm. and there's games that became movies. Which came first? So this is uh, Wreck-It Ralph is now going to become a video game, right? I would I hope so. so. But no, it's a is. fake video game that is a movie. That will be a video game. That yeah. will be a video game right.
3: that Mel Brooks will turn into a play and then make into a movie and then back into a play <laughs> starring Nathan Lane. <laughs> S-
4: uh, Super Mario Brothers was the first video game that became a movie. And then it was all fighting games after that. Your Mortal Kombat, your Final Fight, oh, your yeah. Street Fighter, your Double Dragon. Mortal Those were Kombat. All. Yeah. The Paperboy. <laughs> What's that? What's your request? I
0: said <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, Tron was, but that was a video game at the same time as a movie. Very clever. But that doesn't count, right? That's not a video game that became a movie. Probably not. The but, very but, first example that you can even cite was both at the same time, which is how far ahead. It yeah, was a
4: couple yeah. years later that the Indiana Jones came out.
0: <laughs>
1: that was a video <laughs> game? <laughs> Which reminds me.
4: Temple of Doom, so it was 84, that's after Tron.
0: Which reminds me, do you remember the Atari, AT. the Atari Raiders of the Lost Ark game? No. Impro-sible. Pitfall. Was it called Pitfall? <laughs> that was a way better Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark Atari was called Pitfall. My mom actually called Atari to get <laughs> tips. Who, who does that back to 84? <laughs> they got
4: tired of taking calls, so they put up books. They said, here, go buy this book. I'll tell back you how to when you could call
0: Atari. Yeah, you could call Atari. There's a guy working the Atari
4: switchboard. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Too funny. Uh, well, listen, um, we're not one to bypass an opportunity. All this talk of uh, movies becoming video games and video games becoming movies. So we want to get our ideas out there for the next movie based on a video game. So Hollywood... We know you're listening. I think if you're going to find the next great video game-based blockbuster, you're going to find it right here. So uh, let's get to it. Lee,
3: you're yes, first. we Yes, we, we uh, assume all of Hollywood is listening. So hopefully we'll be able to get these out, right, and get first dibs into... We are broadcasting right from
0: Hollywood. Hollywood. I'm just
3: not going to give these great ideas out to everybody. Downtown <laughs> Hollywood. Uh, so hey, I have an just idea. Just take that when we're done. Just take this show and put
0: it in an envelope and mail it to yourself. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> that works, right? <laughs> Well, that reminds me, Paul. Pac-Man the movie is my idea. Kevin James stars as a compulsive overeater who undergoes hypnosis. And while under hypnosis, he's visited by the ghost of his past, present, and, of course, Inky, Blinky, and Clyde. They teach him the importance of a balanced diet with such fruits like cherries, strawberries, oranges, and bananas. I think that's going to be a big hit. Oh, that's, yeah. That's
0: going to be huge. Did I mention
3: trailer. he gets hit in the crotch? Because that. <laughs> Well, just show it in the
0: trailer, whether it's relevant or not. If it it happens and it's an anomaly, put that in the trailer as many times as possible. Kevin
4: James gets hit in the crotch with a banana. (laughs) Well, that's right. It's Kevin James. Of course he gets hit in the crotch. Lines
0: around the corner. Well, I'm hearing about this uh, other movie that's been put into development after Mm -hmm. Wreck-It Ralph. They're actually going to do a big screen version of Frogger. Have you heard about this? No. Please tell us. (laughs) Zach Zach Efron stars...
3: That's not Frogger music, is it?
4: It is. is,
0: This is... it, oh. Wait,
4: by the time, you know, you're, you're the, the idea of what we could do with Frogger is done, it's very heartwarming. Okay, I'm sorry. Very <laughs> heartwarming.
0: Zac Efron stars in this heartwarming road movie as he sets out on an eye-opening journey of self-discovery. It's a trek against the odds and traffic where every step he lands, every st- every step he takes lands another obstacle in his way, and he soon learns that sometimes you have to take a huge leap of faith to find that log you call home, also starring Willem Dafoe as a lurking crocodile. <laughs> well,
4: of course, <laughs> that's about right. That's about right. I see big things for that, and uh, I see things for that. I <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Kids. last up, I can't do a Willem Dafoe. Am I the
3: only one that can't do a Willem? I Defoe? can do
4: a Willem Dafoe. Can, can, can a lot of people do a Willem? No. no Defoe? The, oh, I'm thinking. Who about? am I thinking of? I don't for know. Christopher sure for walking. Oh well. Yeah. Don't they? They're the Everybody same does. guy. Everybody does. No
0: walk one in. does Willem Dafoe. I do Dafoe. Yeah. yeah you do a
2: Willem
4: Dafoe. Platoon. I love this place at night, with the stars. <laughs> How's that not Christopher Walken? Because Walken—that's not—it yeah, would be a little more insane about it. These stars, the bright. Hey, I'm not the. Only I'm one imposing to a those. no
0: walking rule on this show. No walking. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. It was, like, it was
4: asked of me. Everyone's got. a I walk-in. know. I know Everyone's got like, a Nicholson. They pull the hair back. You know. The,
0: up on the wall, like. I no, thought you did no the fairly
4: <laughs> I confused the two. We should put a sign up. We come in. <laughs> no walking. And we leave it up for all the other shows here, too. <laughs> no walking. I like that idea.
3: Yeah, no No stairway to heaven. No walking. No walking.
4: All right, well, will Frogger or Pac-Man make money? I don't know. Kevin James sounds pretty, like he can make some money. Ephron, jury's out on whether he's I box office I did mention potential. he gets hit in the
3: crotch, right? He
4: did? Okay. But this guy is box office gold. Ooh, Tyler Perry's oh. Capcom bowling. <laughs> There is no time to spare (laughs) when all of the world is trying to split you apart. A movie about gathering those closest to you and finding strength in numbers. This is an inspirational tale of people who repeatedly get knocked down, only to find the strength to drag themselves out of the gutter (laughs) and stand together once again. (laughs) Tyler Perry's Capcom Bowling, ladies and gentlemen. That's a What was the... um I think that's uh, that's your money. Maker. What
3: was the comment you made about everyone under thirty turning out? Capcom bowling. Just- <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: that just <laughs> sounds funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Capcom's a whole brand. Kids. Is it?
3: Yeah, they I made fighting it- games. They made fighting games and bowling. When I was a kid, we had a video, a home video game, that was just bowling. Yeah, the whole unit was <clears> built and bought to play bowling. Square <laughs> balls, square pins. Yeah, that was bowling. It had no cartridges. It had no joysticks. Oh, really? One of those. It was. It was just a bowling game.
0: Sears Mega
3: <laughs> Something <Yeah>. like <along laughs> that. True Value Bowling. True
0: Value <laughs> Hardware Bowling Video Game System. <laughs> now with dots versus.
2: <laughs> now with dots versus.
0: <laughs> dots
3: versus sticks. That's what it was. It was either a square ball or a stick. That's what True we had. True
0: Value Video Game Console. Because everybody got not in on with, that, right? Now with sticks. <laughs> No, with sticks versus ball. <laughs> Remember when they had Pong and they made hockey? They
4: <laughs> put a goal in
0: Pong? Oh, and all you got to do is take the little stick in Pong and put two things to side of it, and you got combat from Atari, right? <laughs> uh, right. 1981. <laughs> We're old.
4: <laughs> all right, screw all hey, that. Next movie. Uh, we Atari have another one. Yeah, time's ticking. So let's talk know about... Know your pop the... culture. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> know your past or be doomed to repeat it. Uh, well, it seems like just yesterday we were talking about uh, Resident Evil, and bam, now it's awards season. So let's get to another distinguished project, Flight, starring Flight. Denzel Washington. Let's preview this some bitch.
1: Flight! Flight.
3: Ah. <laughs> that went a lot better in rehearsal. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. We
0: lucked out just then.
4: Well, it's that time of year when studios release movies and get nominated for Oscars. It's a mad coincidence that continues year after year. Because of that, I'll be introducing the next two months'
3: releases by saying the nominees are... Flight. After passing on titles like Plane, Wings in Sky, the story of Sully Sullenberger, but not, is another airplane disaster movie, but not, from Robert Zemeckis. It's Soul Plane with a soul as Zemeckis returns to directing human beings and Denzel Washington plays a heroic airline pilot forced to live with the guilt of almost killing everyone on board. Denzel Washington plays Whip Whitaker,
4: marketing the first time anyone's been named that in anything. <laughs> I think this bodes well for the film, as anytime Denzel's character has a weird name, it's usually a good movie. Like when he played Grey Grantham in the Pelican
3: Brief, or Bleak Gilliam in Mo Better Blues, or Malcolm X. Whip, we'll just call him, is a hard-partying airline pilot. When he's not living dangerously, he's navigating 100, to 100 tons of steel miles above the earth. Well, okay, that sounds dangerous, too. But
4: one fateful <laughs> flight, the plane loses power to one of the engines. Was there a bomb on the plane? Yes,
3: but after they finished showing John Carter...
4: ding, ...the Boom! engines
3: lost power, forcing the brave pilot to barnstorm <laughs> the jumbo airliner like a blue angel jet that serves peanuts, miraculously landing the plane in a cornfield, saving everyone on board, and allowing Alec Baldwin to finish his game of words with friends.
4: Only to have Daniel Baldwin contest that exuberance is isn't a
3: word. <laughs> It isn't. Sully 2.0 becomes a nationwide media sensation. But while explaining to Dr. Phil how he was abused as a child, behind the scenes, the whip comes under intense scrutiny by the FAA, presumably because those whose lives he saved weren't saved enough, and they've investigated <laughs> just how. And they've decided to investigate just how Charlie
4: Sheen, this new Sully, really is. Could you imagine during the Sully celebration if a picture of him showed up with him looking all Joe Francis with his arms around Paris Hilton all smashed?
3: It would really Sully the name Sully. Well, the news tightens as the FAA tells Whip that his blood (laughs) alcohol level was illegal, and they investigate him for endangering hundreds of lives. The movie takes a dramatic turn as he tears himself into knots over the guilt of being exposed, punished, and possibly never again hosting with Kelly Ripa. But this film solves one mystery. Whatever happened to Robert Zemeckis? (laughs) We last heard from Mr. Zemeckis when he released *Castaway*, which, if you recall, is the story of a stranded Tom Hanks who who has to survive on a deserted island after the plane he is on crashes into the ocean. Well, in flight, Zemeckis returns to the friendly skies only to, well, once again plummet to the earth in a ball of fire.
4: This time he lands in a cornfield and almost everyone survives, so clearly it's not the people on the plane, but rather the planes themselves that
3: Mr. Zemeckis seems to have an issue with. The director of Back to the Future and Forrest Gump went missing for a decade with only a trail of digital motion motion. Cartoons? Captain? Who wrote this? Motion, <laughs> capture motion capture cartoons. cartoons. Uh, indicating that he was alive. For I a lot that. of Zemeckis fans, it was like... Say again.
0: I wrote that. I'm um,
3: <laughs> I should have read it before I came on the air. For a lot of Zemeckis fans, it's like time. watching David Fincher <laughs> shoot only Judy
4: Moody movies. The film co-stars John Goodman, who seems to have gained weight for the role, and Don Cheadle, who we can only again. presume replaced Terrence Howard. Oh, come on. So, <laughs> there you have... Uh, where is it? Hey! There oh, are a hey. couple hey. of time. Right, enough of that, because we got to talk real quick about this uh, before we get into our quick sponsor and then uh, hit the break. Um, this
0: uh, this movie
4: l- looks great. I am excited to see the return to an actual movie for Robert Zemeckis. Should we,
0: should we save the discussion for after the break?
4: Yeah, we can talk. What okay. time is it now?
0: How much time do we have?
4: Uh, we should probably get to the break. So let's, let's talk to our... Uh, Sponsor, We have, we have one sponsor more sponsor too,
3: yeah. that we need Paul, to... Uh, we should always make time for the sponsors. They're the ones that keep the yeah, show going. We
0: can blabber on yeah. whenever, but let's just keep our sponsors happy.
3: Well, yeah. in, in the film, let me just say
4: real quick and then we'll get out. Um The, the movie, they run these simulations to see if uh, there was any chance of landing that plane safely. And it turns out only Denzel could do it when he was drunk. So, uh, this movie, an advocate for drinking, which is a great uh, way to NASCAR lead to is, our sponsor... <laughs> We have a new patron to the program, and we're thrilled about having him. Uh, let's take a break and talk about, uh, welcome to the Movie Guys Live,
3: Booze. A new sponsor called Booze.
0: You gotta drink! Do you suffer from road rage? Need a little something to take the stress off your commute? Well, try Booze. booze. Drink for
3: today. Say is that pool game not contentious enough? Somebody got it coming but you don't have the courage to say so? Well, say it with booze. booze.
0: Drink to your freedom. <laughs> having trouble with having trouble showing what a slut you are at the office party? Well, make the most of the opportunity to show Mitch in accounting just how much you care with booze. booze. Drink for America. From meeting new friends to
3: bonding with sports friends, nothing makes things easier than booze.
0: Drink, 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 (laughs) drink, drink. drink. (laughs) Nervous about landing that passenger jet that's breaking apart at 30,000 feet with 129 souls aboard? Well, try
4: booze. Drink all the time. (laughs) Brought to you by the National Booze Council. The National Booze Council reminds you to drink responsibly, always drink in moderation. We'll be back.
3: I've had too much booze.
1: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Does your car smell like. You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like. Mm -hmm. Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like. that's Get Some scent Ball. Hey parents, if your child's birthday is right around the corner, then listen up. BirthdayExpress.com has you covered with everything you need to make the next birthday the best one ever. From favors and treats to balloons, games, and decorations. Even better, go to birthdayexpress.com today. Use promo code PARTY and get 15% off everything. Birthday Express also has an enormous selection of themes, including brands like Angry Birds, The Avengers, and Dr. Seuss. Just go to birthdayexpress.com today and use code PARTY for 15% off. That's birthdayexpress.com. Promo code PARTY.
2: Stop just dreaming about a brighter future. Go after it. If you're a technical thinker with the ambition to pursue your education, look to a leader in technology education. ITT Technical Institute. Call 1-800-741-5123. ITT Tech teaches skills and knowledge that can be used to pursue entry-level careers in our technology-driven culture. And ITT Tech is geared towards helping students pursue their goals. Instruction is designed to include practical, hands-on applications. For most full-time students, classes meet just three days a week, which can help make it easier for you to work and meet the other demands of life. Would pursuing a technology-related education align with your personal goals? Then call for an ITT Tech brochure at 1-800-741-5123. Call ITT Tech at 1-800-741-5123. Classes are forming now, so call ITT Tech, 1-800-741-5123. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works. Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA, created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, "I've tried several stop smoking products without any success. After trying Mira," said my overall health is so much better, and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149.
1: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network Radio, worth watching.
3: Nothing less than the fate of the. I'm sorry. <laughs> All
0: right, guys, let's make history.
4: And we are back. Uh, seems, um, seems well, Tom Tickver and the Bukowski uh, directing team. <laughs> Brother and sister. <laughs> they didn't get the memo that the award season starts after Halloween, so last week they released Cloud Atlas in an attempt to be prestigious and uh, ahead of time. And there's there's they're literally trying to have prestige drip out of every corner of this movie, Cloud Atlas, from the expansive story to the high-caliber Academy Award. Yes. No flight. Do you I want to discuss, discuss Flight. flight?
0: Huh? We didn't get to
4: flight. Oh, we
3: didn't get the flight. We're going to talk to flight. Uh, we can talk flight, well, we, but you are going to talk, talk
0: about the uh, you are talking about the other program that runs on the, the network, right? Flight's
3: yeah. good. Yeah, we, we done can.
4: talking about it. We can go to them. No, let's talk flight. Let's talk flight. Jump the gun. We can go talk flight. No, I
0: am saying we could check in with that and then come back to flight if you if you well, want to there, continue that.
4: Well, listen, I don't I, I don't want to promote. Shows Do that. that it's
0: are another show that's this. on Toad Hot Network. We're trying to be. Uh, it's called know. the
3: Movie Scholars. I was yeah, they're was, very intelligent. I was going last promotions a very you know popular thing, we should... When it
4: comes to self-important, pretentious movies, these guys handle it. You're not making friends with that, Paul. No, they, hmm. they, they're called the Movie Scholars. They put that Scholars. on
0: their website. Oh, They tweet that. <laughs> constantly.
4: Yeah. So, but, but we'll, we'll just uh, flip over to the Movie Scholars program, also airing on Top 2 the, the second uh, yeah. channel they have here. And uh, see, they're, they're talking about Cloud Atlas, and we'll just give a little listen and see if there's uh, anything uh, worth
3: tuning in for. Now, so Halle Berry's character, or should I say characters, <laughs> show us that the abstract concept of beauty is not in the eye of the beholder, but rather it is an absolute. The aesthetic quality with which her roles are portrayed reaffirms the idea that one can only
0: be attracted to that which he or Oh,
3: yeah, screw those guys. Let's yeah, that's about wow. really okay. horrible. <laughs> so. Ooh, I mean, that's really pretentious.
0: I mean, that's some really smart stuff they're doing right there. That's insight. If I, I were in a room, I would not alone. The that along. the
3: male of the species is universal. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, still going on. <laughs> wow. He sounds a little effeminate, that guy. <laughs> he did. He did. You are
4: right. I've been meaning to say that for some time.
0: But the question is... Can you put Gimme Shelter in a trailer, Uh, unless it's a Martin Scorsese movie?
4: If you want me to go see that movie. Yeah? Yes. Flight did. I have more more of a chance of seeing Flight because (laughs)
3: Gimme Shelter is in the the trailer. But Gimme Shelter feels like All Along the Watchtower.
0: So easy to put in a trailer. Any 1960s movie
3: has All Along the Watchtower in it. But the songs aren't the same. No, they're not. Okay. Unlike Willem Dafoe and that other guy. Christopher
0: not the same. Walken and Willem Dafoe are not the same guy. <laughs> Personal friend of mine. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking Platoon, the animosity yeah. in Platoon. Hey, let's just
4: get to a clip from Flight All Over the Place. Uh, okay. We'll play a little bit to let you guys know what it's about. Here we go.
2: What was it we had for dinner tonight?
1: Well, we had a choice steak, fish.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, I remember I had lasagna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's a little bit of Flight. I mean, I go see that. It's, a, it's obviously very serious about what goes on in the air. Idea
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of meditative drama. I'm glad we got back there. I enjoyed that clip. I'm glad I didn't move on to Cloud Atlas so quickly. No, that was...
3: Uh, well, the uh, movie scholars have got that covered. They got that covered. If you want to listen, dial... What did you say, toe, toe, hop two, Toad Hop 2? Toad Hop 2. Just dial in the old interwebs. The deuce? The deuce. The deuce. Toad Hop the deuce.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and this is... Uh, little, so we can sit here and play more clips from Flight, because I think it looks good.
2: Nervous? Yes first time
4: No, I've been nervous lots of times.
0: Now, there's such a thing about all these disaster movies about a naming a flight and it becoming like unlucky, right? Well, so they do had you to, say yeah. in this movie they don't? Well,
3: what I said is they they, they avoided it. They avoided naming the movie Flight 1727 oh, yes, or, right. or 888 or Just, Flight 93. And During the pitch meeting, I'm pretty sure it was Flight... <coughs> what was that? Flight <coughs> no, I think
0: it's in the movie, too. This is your captain. Welcome to Flight... <coughs>
3: yeah. uh, we'll Any unfortunate associations. Yeah. Flight...
0: <coughs> <coughs> <coughs>
4: <coughs>
3: over Beach, <Lockerbie's coughs> Landing in New Jersey. <coughs> but he's a hero no matter what you find out about the guy, right? When he saves that many people? Well, that's the problem that I can see from the preview is that he saved everybody. After that, I really don't think there's much to argue. It's like Yeah,
0: but you can still get up the creek for being drunk while you did it. I mean, that's the that's what the movie's trying to present as the, of course you want to cheer on the guy, but of course he was drunk while flying, you jerk.
4: I have a, I have a clip that deals directly with that scene that you're talking oh, okay. about. Okay. Wait a second, it's an old Are you clip. Sure? Yes.
2: The I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Oh,
4: well, I blew that. Let's okay. play another <laughs> clip then real quick.
1: Different kind of flying, all together. It's an, an entirely, entirely different,
4: different kind, kind of flying.
3: All right, that's... <laughs> but it's like Michael. It's an old movie. No, it's like Michael Phelps smoking pot and still kicking everyone's ass in the pool. If he can burn through half a lung the night before and still beat you, he gets another medal, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, if you can land this thing drunk, then dude, rock. <laughs> you know,
4: this movie will not be playing on flights though. I fly tomorrow because, like I mentioned earlier, movie guys. What we do when we're we, obligated when we sign up for a uh, show
3: is we go uh, we fly away every Harry's once in a while.
4: Two weeks ago, yeah. Karen's can can I commit now. to
3: five months? I got to leave tomorrow.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you'll be gone for Thanksgiving. So, you, would you go see Flight tonight? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Nor would I watch Alive. <laughs> yeah, or Lost. Well, as long as Denzel's the pilot, you are fine.
0: Flight ninety three. Your United ninety three. Probably the the airline bookings for that just yeah. down
3: there. I have to imagine that's been taken off the roster, right? There is no Flight 93 anymore. No. It's like the 13th floor of a hotel. That doesn't exist. Right. Like the the whole numbers is gone. Flight 888. Remember that one? Or is it 800? Hmm. The one that blew up, taken off from... No, that's a totally different one.
0: But the one that blew up... Oh, you mean Flight 612. (laughs) It be so funny if you had this whole catalog and you knew way too much about Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of Flight 375. I think it was a TWA plane, which
3: kind of explains the problem right there.
2: You ever hang around the gymnasium?
3: <laughs> Jerry Sandusky's a pilot?
2: You'd better tell the captain we've got to land as soon as we can. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital.
1: A hospital? What is it?
2: It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, well, that's enough of flight.
3: All right, enough but of what flight. do the movie scholars have to say about Cloud Alice?
4: Well, let's check in with them over on the deuce. <laughs> and see what they're, uh,
0: see exactly what they're saying. The allegory of slavery was given so much more weight by the uh, allegory of the Cloud Atlas sextet, which is not so much a piece of music, but an allegory to the multiple lives, which make the allegory of individualism that much more ironic. It's almost as if none of this movie exists on its surface. <laughs> it's as if there's a subtext, or a all, text below the subtext. They all indeed. sound a little... A little effeminate. Not
3: not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's
0: anything wrong with that. Not at
4: all. My my father was effeminate. But we saw, uh, Lee and I saw Cloud Atlas. We did actually see Cloud Atlas. Yes. So we we did that. um, The movie scholars did it, and we did it. Do we have, uh, what kind of take do we have?
3: Well, Paul and I, this is the second time Paul and I have taken one for the team. Oh, oh, it's gone. Uh, the we saw, for the um, team clip is gone. We saw Tree of Life together, and uh, we decided that we'll team up again and go see Cloud Atlas.
0: Difficult, artistic, large, yeah. monumental products that you wouldn't want to pay for because Paul's on a list, right? <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> but for the fact that it was free, and but for the fact that it was the DGA, we would. I don't know if I would have seen this. But Tree of Life <laughs> snuck up on me. Uh, the next day, the Trio Life really did kind of work me over and I had appreciated what was going on at least between the dead dinosaur on the beach and Sean Penn at the end. Everything in between that and Trio Life was a decent movie. Basically, the Brad Pitt. Anywhere from the nail Keep clippers all, down so, all, to, all the way down to the <laughs> giant comb. Anywhere between the beach ball
0: and the toenail clipper. But clippers. not including the gum.
3: Yeah. So okay. I, I thought about that when we went to see Cloud Atlas and uh, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It's It's six different stories that, when told individually, are rather interesting. But when you weave them together, really, not so much.
4: Hmm. Although they do it well. I mean, I have to admit, I was kind of
0: impressed with the ambition they have all kinds of clever transitions where somebody spills water in one thing and then water gets that spilled That would have in the been other. interesting. They no. actually
4: did do that. Did Of
0: course, of everybody does that. Everyone no, actually like it's so original. They didn't do that. <laughs> they did that. A
4: car <laughs> revved off in one place and then they cut to the different time period and a car came to a stop nah, and you in go, front of a house. And everyone and stands in.
0: up and goes, oh, that's amazing. Nobody's ever done that except, only, except the people who do that.
3: But they did it once in three hours. Other oh, than that, okay. there was no other parallel. So there was no other connection other than Hollyberry's Berry's pretty hot in all of them. There's a whole thing uh, going on on the movie guys, uh, the movie scholars.
4: Uh, Are <laughs> they still that?
0: discussing this?
3: Have you forgotten how Looking attractive
4: like Hollyberry Berry is? in a film like Cloud Atlas, it's apparent that the Wachowski brothers, uh, well, brother and sister pair, and Tom Tykwer were very interested I think in they making the names most right. of uh, staging no, the action within the frame. Uh, Mise en scène, of course, a uh, term first applied to the practice of directing plays. And uh, scholars like us will extend the term to film direction as well. It, it, it signifies basically the director's control over what appears in the film. Good lord!
3: Do you think <laughs> they the, just? Do you go think on. they're throwing it back to us at all? Do you think they're mentioning the movie guys on the Uno? <laughs> yeah, what's going on over there? Let's check in with uh, on them. Number one, talking yeah. about Holly Berry's breasts. But do you have you forgotten how attractive she is? Because this movie's a great reminder of how gorgeous that woman is. Because she's six yeah. people. Because she's six times as hot mm-hmm. every time you see her. I met her. Did I tell you I met Holly Berry once? Did not. And still. I felt ugly standing next to her. It was insane. I, w- I was at the Screen Actors Guild Awards uh, ceremony one night. No big s- deal. No big deal. I was, I was just, just d- hanging out. Wandering around. Actors. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. As pe- I'm People end up there. People end up there. You wear a tuxedo. <laughs> you step out of the house. Next thing you know, you're rubbing elbows with Holly Berry. But she was wearing this, this like, crushed velour, this peach... Gown and I'm pretty sure there was a spotlight just following her around
0: all the time. She's always well lit in life. Exactly. She's one of those people. Yeah.
3: Just her skin looked like it tasted like caramel. <laughs> I believe that. I would. She's I tried. Gorgeous. But yeah, she's good. <clears throat> but it was a it was a decent movie. It kept my interest. Um Paul You fell asleep. I did. here's the deal. Out a movie like that don't
4: see at 10 p.m. It yeah. was telling me mean, I had to get up take uh, someone to the airport early in the morning tried to get back to sleep, couldn't do it, yeah. stayed up the rest of the day, 10 p.m. hit, you gotta be, you gotta be, oh, there's a, the, the future segment in Korea that you mentioned, if it, the movie was all that, I would have stayed up, but they went to other parts of unknown, but they had this uh, weird
3: section where they go, I think it was even further in the future, after the total collapse of everything. I have no idea when that was taking place, and because I, it had a, this weird juxtaposition of olden timey, and new and timey. That's a, I'm, yeah. I'm coining that. They right said now. After the fall. New and timey.
0: That's, well, that's our beer sponsor for <laughs> New week, and actually. Timey. New and timey.
3: But it was this weird, right? It was this weird juxtaposition yeah. where, where there was this, all this technology except for this island that didn't have any of the technology. And they spoke this, this language, this dialect. Yes. And it so was, they was getting...
0: out there. That's the traditional definition of out there,
4: right? All the actors uh, pretty much uh, mastered this. And created language for the movie. Let's play a little clip.
0: And it. it had
1: like uh, subtitles. No. Just hang loose, blood. She gonna catch up with the rebound on the mid side.
2: <laughs> what it is, big mama? My mama raised no dummies. I dug <laughs> her rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. Okay. It's a it's cutting scene. J- 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 Z- I see somebody singing. Chump don't want to help.
1: Chomp don't get to help. Say can't hang. Say seven up. Jive ass <laughs> dude don't got no brains anyhow.
3: Apparently Adam speaks the language, but I found it a little. Disjarring, simply because it takes you a second or two to catch on to how they're speaking. Because you, you can, within context, figure out what they're saying. Because it's English. It's it's just this juxtaposition of preposition yeah. before adjective and all that other stuff. Check in with the movie scholars. They might well, be talking cool. about that. Totally, <laughs> yeah, that's
4: totally, cool. disjarring is totally a Parallels
3: word of between theirs. Time and space helped to further the notion that time is mm-hmm. not a concrete mm-hmm. a concept that mm-hmm. we're
0: well, the parallels. <laughs> oh, oh that. that's hilarious! <laughs> that is so funny. Everyone catch that? Our bit got discharged. That is hilarious.
2: <laughs> Paul, if, you're supposed if, to if edit anybody,
0: out. Yay! <laughs> that's fantastic. If anybody missed that,
3: oh, well,
1: let's play that again. again. Play it again. This <laughs> is time and
3: space helped to further the notion that time is mm-hmm. not a concrete mm-hmm. concept. In that mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The parallels between time and space. I think this just proves now, that even the movie scholars that time is not a concrete concept.
0: <laughs> yeah, even the movie scholars aren't perfect. Yeah. What? What? You didn't edit clip sixty-five correctly? <laughs> 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 like the eight hundredth clip of the show. Yeah, <laughs> My point being is that it it is oh, okay. a
3: little it is a little disjarring to go from a, a scene that is speaking, you know. Yeah. Proper English into this this weird made up dialect, and it takes you a moment or two to get into one or the other and shift back and forth. And Halle Berry looked hot in a onesie.
0: Okay, so that's uh, flight. <laughs> 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 All right, let's let's get back to talking to the audience. Another I think. movie. Let's let's actually address the audience and give them some information. <laughs>
4: let's give them some information on another movie that's opening up this weekend. Oh, it's a big goodness. week. We got three new movies. This is the third. Off the rails. Um, <laughs> They're probably, you know, if we said a movie was opening called The Man with the Iron Fists, no doubt you're saying movie guys, I don't know what that movie is. And they have to say like Shatner apparently.
0: <laughs> and we'd have um, to say, well, we're here to provide a public service, not just to entertain, right? Exactly.
4: So then we would uh, proceed with the preview. Let's do it.
0: I don't know any gentle way of saying this, but girls, leave the room, and geeks, get ready to come. Because Quentin Tarantino and Eli Roth are teaming up with Wu-Tang's RZA to make a brand new kung fu action movie that looks just like all the old ones.
4: This movie looks awesome, but probably only to those for whom it was designed to look awesome for. In classic kung fu form, someone's trying to steal something from some poor people in 19th century China. In modern form, this brings together a mortal cadre of magical-powered martial artists who enter and engage in an Enter the Dragon-style kung fu contest. Best plot you can possibly have in a movie Absolutely. Like
0: that. Entered in the contest, according to IMDB, are a band of warriors, assassins, and a rogue British soldiers. Well, for my money, uh, my money is personally on the rogue British soldier. And not just because he's played by Russell Crowe, but because he's gone Rogue! And as we have recently learned, one man going rogue always trumps any organized group effort. Russell Crowe can actually be seen to, get
4: this, smile and have fun on screen before he dismembers a man with a knife. Not sure America's ready for this, but
0: maybe China is. (laughs) Is there a trade deficit joke there? (laughs) Lucy Liu, kung fu royalty, plays Madame Blossom, a vicious killer in the bedroom.
4: There's Brass Body who can turn his body Mm. into brass. And Bronze Lion, a ferocious fighter for
0: whom bronze is less of a literal description. (laughs) Riza, a writer and first-time director, plays the blacksmith, a nickname that's not as racist as it sounds when you realize he is an actual blacksmith. He forges tremendous inventive weapons for the contest, including the eponymous Iron Fists.
4: While it's his first movie as a director, hip-hop mogul Riz is no stranger to martial arts. Wu-Tang fans already know the entire history of the rap group. It's littered with martial arts references, not the least of which is the name Wu-Tang Clan.
0: As he, he did the score for uh, Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2 and watched Quentin Tarantino direct for a month of the production of Kill Bill. Uh, and to look at this movie, boy does he eat, live, and breathe kung fu.
4: The movie looks like one masterful and gory fight sequence after another set to a cool hip hop soundtrack by the RZA. If only kung fu movies played to urban audiences this thing might be a hit. I'm kidding, of course. This will play <laughs> like Gangbusters to the shout at the screen crowd. Luckily it looks like there's nothing to hear in this movie. <laughs> there
3: you go. And I get shit for the
4: turbans lined oh, no, no, up playing no, We, we, laying we the get end. that one too. Okay. Okay.
3: Racist
4: joke. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, But that's funny. Uh, so There you go. That is the uh, man with the iron
0: fist. I heard in a stand-up thing once from, like, Richard Pryor that they shouted the screen. I mean, if I were to say that...
3: I don't have the nerve to go to an all-black audience. I don't have that kind of... Really? I I will not go to Magic Johnson's movie theater. No way. Yeah, well... Um, what do we just next topic? To say the same thing? Next topic. <laughs> uh, well, I'm well, saying I don't. I have no firsthand knowledge of this. I'm going
0: on what Richard No, I Pryor's did when I was you. a kid. No, when I was a kid, I went to see Get This Beat Street, the King of the Beat. So you're rocking that beat from, <laughs> from across, across the, the street, street. Yes, in Winter Haven, Florida, and I was like. 12 or 13 or something like that? 14 maybe? And uh, me and a friend went to go see Beat. He wanted to see Beat Street really bad. He was into rap. I really almost didn't know what rap was. Like, I kind of knew but kind of didn't know. And uh, we went to go see Beat Street. And and it was like, we were we were getting stuff thrown at us. Was, really? Well, see, was I, was I was in Florida.
3: I was <laughs> in I was in Florida and actually saw The Color Purple and watched people get up and walk out and was aware enough to be offended by them walking out. mm. White people did that.
4: <laughs> well, um, this movie, no doubt, will get everyone together with a great theme song. Karen's laughing?
1: <laughs> I don't know why.
4: Okay, this is it because the color
3: purple line just killed the conversation? <laughs> I'm just saying that I was aware enough to know that that was wrong. That they
4: That's got like up and four awkward out. things you've brought up today What <laughs> to do with.
0: Now, what was the song from Color Purple, though, right? Purple, purple.
4: You know what? <laughs> Be Look, Jesus. I'm taking these off. <laughs> taking your headphones off, right. you're out. Up.
0: We need you back. No, We're doing a big musical finale. Seriously, we got a big musical finale. Yeah. Come on. Listen, in the in
4: the spirit of this movie, which is a Kung Fu competition, we are as well are going to compete in a uh, a maze balls, giant, huge Amazeballs. karaoke Wait a minute. action movie theme you sure you want to do that song now? thing to the death. Yes.
3: Because there's other rap stars who have directed other movies that we want to talk
4: about. I know. No time for them. Uh, I don't care about the Rizer, or the Gizer, or the
3: Dizer, or whatever the hell their name. is. Because are.
4: I have my Hollywood Reporter right here,
3: as <laughs> you can see. <laughs> I know. I know you'd love to do that bit, Lee, but uh, we're moving on to the grand really? finale. I shouldn't mention that Eazy-E is directing a movie called Fists of Bitches. <laughs> would, that
0: be, would that be wrong? That might need to be mentioned. What okay. else is in there? I agree with Paul that we should move on, except for that one. What else? Okay. Well, well there is one
3: called from Ti. He has a movie called Crouching Drug Deal, Hidden Cop Car. Is that that's that's been greenlit? I remember reading that. Um, Bismarckes. do you have that page
4: twelve, Adam? I, I do.
0: I one? do. I believe a Bismarque has been greenlit in a movie called Shaolin Bitches
1: Be Trippin'. Okay.
4: Oh, wait, I'm, I'm following you guys now. Okay, uh, page 12 of the... Ghostface Killer. He's got a movie coming out called I Will Kill Your Ass with Martial Arts. He's really not... <laughs> Did you see that Snoop
3: Dogg is directing Warriors of the Sacred Spliff?
0: I, I don't know. I'm reading right here in uh, Hollywood Reporter that uh, a Grandmaster Flash has a movie coming out actually Ooh. called
3: Ass, Ass, Ass. And... I have to see that one. Flava Flav, the man with the golden teeth. And we'll... Okay, anyway.
0: <laughs> Marky Mark, enter the boy band. <laughs>
3: All right, move on.
4: What's the next bit? The next bit is our grand finale, or one might call it the finally. Uh, finally. This is our action movie theme karaoke Sing Off to the Death." And we do this because Oh thank goodness. Rizzo uh, did the music for Kill Bill," like He said, I don't remember yeah. any of it. I don't remember uh, half this music, but I do remember when in the '80s and '90s, these great songs that came out for all the movies then, and, and if we were to sing those, we could maybe get to those under 30 set how great these movies were.
0: Adam, you want to take the helm? Absolutely. Let's get this thing started with a little Kenny Loggins. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> under 30, Adam. Under 30. I'm going all the way. Sooner or later, gotta love somebody. I don't care how long it takes. Like a shot through the heart, I got news for you. I may not look so smart, but I'm nobody's fool. Like George Burns
3: talking your lyrics.
0: I ripped that one <laughs> off, man. I ripped that one out.
4: That was great. Um, <laughs> was uh, we knew, we're just letting the music play underneath. It's not even real karaoke at this point. But here's a little Frank Stallone. I know this was from Staying Alive. Not really an action movie, but it's from the same time period. This is the And now your chance is over. Everybody, I, I, was in. I, don't, I don't know those words. <laughs> you
2: put me down and say, I'm going nowhere. Say, I am down, but I am far from over.
4: Or something to that effect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody knows this song. Take it, late
1: History, He repeats itself. Succeed, <laughs> you, you can, can have, have your dreams. dreams. You're the best around. Nothing's ever gonna bring you down. You're the, you're the best. best around. Nothing's
4: ever gonna keep you down. You're the best. This is supposed to be a competition. We're all losing. Robert <laughs> Tepper, anybody? we're losing at the league. same time. Who, who, who would like a little Robert Tepper?
1: <laughs> yeah. There's no easy way out There's no shortcut home There's no easy way out Give it in can't be wrong
3: Give it in sounds like the very wrong thing
2: to do I hope
0: the contest in Man with the the Iron Fist is happy
1: Oh yeah Fight to the beginning of the The end
0: The end's
4: almost here Winner takes it all
1: Lily breaks a fall baby, baby, over the
4: top Hey, you want to kill uh, any, uh, any <laughs> good karaoke night? You're looking good, Paul. This, this I h- just want to take this, h- this chance to,
0: to tell everyone to go to the video portion of this if they're just listening. On the- they're
3: missing out. They yeah. really are missing out. What is
0: the final contest the, of the Mortal Kombat of uh, heroic 80s anthem rock?
4: Uh, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Burn. Uh this we'll, we'll go out with this, Let's and get it um, it's basically not. You don't need to know how it goes. Oh yeah. You just need to do a little Michael McDonald. It's more We've of a. We've done impersonations than a song. here tonight, but Should have we done we, Michael we, McDonald yet? Huh? Hey, 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 yeah,
0: gonna ride like the wind.
4: <laughs> uh, with Michael McDonald, I think that brings to a close another uh, episode of the movie Guys. Um, Together, we are the movie guys. Individually, we are, are Paul Adam Preston. Wins. Please oh, Paul check Karen. us out at uh, facebook.com <laughs> <laughs> slash the movie guys and at the movie guys at Twitter. And, uh, man, I got to get on a flight tomorrow.
0: Clearly. I, do, you
4: you Clearly. I, do you look at the pilot when you get on the plane? I Do I trust that guy? I or, or I trust that guy? Let's
3: see how, what kind of handshake he's got. After all this flight talk, I, I think I'm going to If it's to a do dead that. fish, I turn right around. <laughs> I get back into the, into the lounge. I have another Bloody Mary. Screw this guy.
0: Shine sweet freedom, shine light on me. You all imagine right where I wanna be. Sweet freedom, Karen, take a
3: take a lyric. Take us home, Karen.
4: Bring us home. No? Not so much. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week.